bell has rung and the Cassock Club is once again, after an extended holiday break, standing proudly in the squared circle. After all, even professional wrestlers get a break. Why shouldn't we? On the West Coast, the priest who must now spend another entire NFL offseason wrestling with the question, what if, about his beloved Miami Dolphins, Michael Sadev. From the Gulf Coast, our moderator and the priest who must now spend an entire college football offseason thinking about anything but the question, what if, about his beloved Alabama Crimson Tide, Worth Stewart. And from the East Coast, where the earth shook and mountains crumbled in a time long proclaimed in the words of the prophets at the dawn of a new era when kings pay homage and princes kneel at his approach in a moment that in 1990 the scorpion sang about when they proclaimed the futures in the air can feel it everywhere blowing with the winds of change your new reigning defending undisputed golden yes. cincture champion and soon to be new best friend of Britt baker dmd sorry yes. Tony shivani it's me matt rhodes yes wow yes. milk it for all it's worth <laughs> listen to that oh matt Honestly, wow that was way less than i thought it would be <laughs> <laughs> I, I did expect like streamers and sparklers and all kinds of stuff, but that, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have time to edit together something with glass breaking and, you know, Booker T, can you dig it? And all these things linked together. So, well, maybe we can do that in post-production. <laughs> um, man, that was, uh, that was, that was good. I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. We are back Welcome season back. two season two the cassock club podcast we are back it has been about five weeks or so since we have cut an episode uh our lives of you know work and all that has been really crazy and just everything it, it's been been really wild for us so uh we haven't been able to get back but we we're back we're excited uh we are we're happy to be back and talking and wrestling with all you fine folks um, I'm happy to see you two again. It's been a while. It's good to be back with you. It's good to see you all. And spoiler alert for the listeners, priests don't work just one day a week. Uh, oh, yeah, right. If or only. just Christmas and Easter. Yeah. <laughs> if only. It's, it's crazy. We, we like do Christmas and then, uh, and then you get about a week or maybe two to breathe a little bit. And then it's straight into getting ready for Lent and Easter. So it's just like, whoa. Uh, but we are here, and we're going to do our best to, to string together uh, <laughs> episodes as best we can. Um, I know we'll be here this week and next week. Um, excited for next week's episode, too. Uh, possible surprise. So uh, we're not going to say anything about it yet, but um, we are excited. It's going to be great. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, potential guest news. Uh, so it, it'll be fun. We'll, uh, we'll let y'all know uh, next week how that turns out. But guys... Did we did did we miss anything? Did we miss anything with wrestling? Did wrestling still happen while we were away? Is that how I that works? It, I think it waits for us. So yeah, not too much has gone on. But yeah. I will say I think it's entirely fitting and a little bit hilarious 
that we went, what, 16, 15 weeks with no breaks. And then the week that Matt wins the Golden State <laughs> That's right. for the first time, <laughs> we just take off. <laughs> the long-awaited sink rain of, <laughs> of Matt Rose. I, I think and he's the, we, longest, the longest we, rating now just by not defending. <laughs> he wanted a TLC all the way back in – you know, six weeks ago or whenever, or five weeks ago, I guess it, it was right after we recorded. So then we just <laughs> literally vanished off of the pot, out, off the podcasting world. But five 45 uh, minute episodes of crickets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but we are back. We're here. Um, I have actually had a couple people asking me if we were going to be cutting any episodes. Shout out to my buddy, Zach Woolley, who is in, uh, lives in Birmingham. He's a, he's a listener. We're um, we are glad uh, that he listens and and wants a new episode. So here you are, buddy. We're got to we give the people what they you. want. That's right. That's right. That's right. So let's uh, let's get into it, huh? Shall we? We picked a good it's week a- to come back. We got something going yeah. on this weekend. We did. I, you know, Matt. Before we before we start with our Royal Rumble predictions, I need to give credit where credit is due, because, sir. You did it at TLC. It was TLC, right? I don't even remember which one it was. I think it was TLC. You, you did it. You overcame the odds. You defeated the reigning defending champion. The golden cincture is yours. And it was my wild card picks that did it. Yeah, it was. And I want to, I want to just, do you, do you have anything else you want to say before we, keep going into our royal rumble predictions no but if anybody wants to send me royal something, rumble um... predictions, here we go <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we get for moderator powers baby the power to moderate no, love kidding. it i'm just kidding i'm just kidding, love Matt. it well no, played well played. it doesn't matter what you think about your yeah no no, I was going to say, just folks can send me sunglasses because this brilliant, bright gold hue that's illuminating my house is just blinding at this point. So uh, I will take some uh, sunglasses. And like I said, it's just, you know, I got to get used to the people moving out of the way when I walk down the street now and not just because of COVID. Wow. Well, all right. That's enough of that. Um, <laughs> I've learned from the master. <laughs> enjoy it while you can enjoy, enjoy it while you while can <laughs> because I, i'm telling you what the royal rumble is my absolute favorite pay-per-view that wwe does and it always has been and i'm going to tell you right now i'm gonna i'm gonna make a prediction that's gonna shock the world and i think it's gonna happen in the royal rumble match and i'm gonna wait until we get there but uh let's go let's go down the card and matt since you are our champ, you get to pick first. So let's start at the top of the card, shall we? Well, the order I've got it, I've got the women's match first. Okay. And I struggled with this one, but then when I saw the list of competitors, it was an easy pick for me. It was a straight shot to the heart of the target. I'm going with Rhea Ripley. Oh, Big shocker, shocker of the century. 2021 is going to be her year, and this is just a great way for her to kick it off. Yeah. So going with Rhea. Okay. Okay. I'm picking Alexa Bliss. 
Ooh. Get out of here. That, that's my pick. I think I think something's gonna happen. Uh and it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Uh and I really think it's gonna be Alexa. The fiend may have something to do with it. Uh, but let's go. Yeah. Uh man, that might that that was definitely on my list if you didn't take who I thought you were gonna take. And now my prediction. Uh Bianca Belair. The yeah. that EST I think is getting pushed pretty hard here. But it seems time. Listen, seems time I would love I if if either of y'all's win, I would be um super excited for it, especially Alexa. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I love it. I love, I love. Uh, I, you know, I'd be happy with any of these picks. I think. Do we? Do we think there's going to be any surprise? Yeah. Uh, okay. Women? So, so this is what I want to do with this. Thank you for mentioning this. I think for the Rumble matches, I think we each pick a winner, and I think we all pick a surprise entrant, and sure. that's a bonus. That's a bonus point if if we're right about it. Does that does that sound good? I like it. Cool. All right. So. Uh, we can do, I don't know, uh, we can do a surprise if you want to for the women's. You want to do that? Yeah. I am going to bet that it's the return of... Uh-oh. He's going to say it. He's going to say it. Tori, Tori Wilson. Tori, Tori Wilson. Wilson. Wow. <laughs> Tori Wilson. Wow. Wow, I'm gonna say it's the it's the return of Ronda Rousey. All right, that's now my, that, that's my, now that's my that, surprise return. Dang, that's, that's I my, wish I wish I would have went with that one. That's my surprise return. So I think yeah, I think you're gonna be right about that now. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a really really good pick. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Matt. What do you think? Uh, I'm going way out of the ballpark on this one. This is the surprise return of AJ Lee. Oh, AJ Lee. I would have bet my life that it was going to be Lita, but <laughs> you know what? You live yeah. and you learn. I, I yeah. you know, I got to give uh, her a break. Talk about, I, a, I, I talk about her, a swerve, man. I drag her name out for everything. No, yeah. I think, you know, I don't know. I've seen rumors off and on over the last couple of months about her potentially being interested in coming back and uh, what a great way to do it. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, uh, I don't know about, you know, who, who's the one is, who's the one that they've been saying, teasing, coming back. Um, who, who is it? Uh, oh gosh. The name escapes me. They, it was like, she was rumored to be coming back. Tessa uh, Blanchard. Old school, no, old school, not old school, but like from the early. May Young. No. (laughs) May Young. Man, that's going way old school and six feet down. Uh, Right. Um, Oh, never mind. Who cares? Um, So you'll you'll know her when you see her. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as she comes out, I'll send you all a message. Right. This is who I was talking about. Um, Anyway. Okay. So uh, let's moving along. Let's let's move, move right along. Here, what uh, match is next? Men's Rumble match. Um, okay, I'm going with Daniel go. Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Oh, wow. I think he's, I don't know, I think he's got one more good run in him before he retires. I mean, they got more kids around the house now, so he's going to need more time at home. So 
I don't know. I think maybe this may be the start of one more, you know, good three, four, five month run for him. You know, I think I think that's a safe pick because it's it's a good uh, opponent for Roman Reigns or or Goldberg. Um, so, I, yeah, I did say Goldberg, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I that's a safe pick. I would I would go with that if not for the rumors that have been swirling about potentially a scary result and some scary booking decisions yeah. that's, that have been, that have been predicted. Yeah. And, and so keeping in line with that, um, I don't know if this counts as also my surprise entrant, but I think it's going to be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I could see that happening, honestly. Oh yeah. Wait. So is that your winner and your surprise? No, because I have another surprise. But uh, there's a lot of, of of talk about WrestleMania being a legends-heavy show and a transition into uh, the new breed, if you will. But um, what does that even mean? Like they've yeah. been doing. Like what have they been doing the last ten years? It's just, it's just anyway. It's, it's just, just their been cool the focus of, on legends. It's just yeah. a cool way of saying they're going to do the Saudi show here. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and so because it's going to be two nights, they they need big names, and so um, so doesn't get bigger than than Lesnar for for Vince. So yeah, uh, I got to think it's going to be Lesnar. With who who is your surprise though? My are we doing surprises now? Oh, we, we, hold on, we'll do winners and then surprises. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so uh, my winner, here is my shocker. Ready? You ready for my winner of the Men's yeah. Royal Rumble? Yep. Edge. No way. Edge. All right, so he's making his return. They were going to push uh, They were gonna push him and, and uh, you know, get him to – like where he's not just piddling around in the mid card, right? They wanted to make sure he, he came back with, with a vengeance and then he got hurt. So this is a way to get him right back into the scene. Okay. It would be a legend that could um, go up and face Drew McIntyre, right? Uh, at Mania and, you know, give, give McIntyre even more of a rub, right? So um, how is he going to face McIntyre when Goldberg wins? ah come on <laughs> come on come on that's silly it's silly I, you're gonna be right and i hate it because you're gonna be right <laughs> but you're gonna be right i just have a feeling they're gonna put the title on goldberg yeah uh geez oh man okay uh surprises matt surprises. um well we have to start building to mania and we've been talking about this for a while about mm -hmm. building the family storyline with uh, reigns and the usos and the whole family uh -oh. um and you got to start the build somewhere and so if i'm going to do a surprise why not build it with the rumble match and have the rock why not well uh, we were we, you know we've been talking about having the rock and roman at mania for you know before we took our little hiatus <laughs> and this will be this will be a way to do it, right? This would be a way to, to get there is to you know establish that here at the Rumble. And it's a way uh, to do it without putting too much exertion on him for first match out of the shoot in a long time. Same with Edge. I mean, it's a safe match for Edge to let 
all the other competitors help carry the weight and he's not having to try and do too much at the outset. So yeah, yeah, I'm going with the rock. And I think it's because I just watched uh, the latest fast and furious movie too. And thought, uh, you know, it's a good reminder. It's got to drive a car. He can win the rumble. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Um, Yeah. I don't know if the rock is going to win the rumble, but I think there's a chance that he, um, he de- that they definitely plant that seed, right? But I think uh, my surprise guest is one that's already confirmed for WrestleMania um, and has not been, I think, they haven't really explored how he's alive. I'm talking about John Cena. Ah, come on. Talking about John Cena. That's who I was going to pick for my surprise. I mean, he gets cut down by The Fiend. but I still pick him? I mean, you can. I mean, the surprise picks just count as bonus points. To I mean, what do we do? They use that to knock a loss off? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we would. (laughs) Uh, Great idea. Yeah, great idea. Uh, So, all right. So, maybe I will. Okay. Okay. You know what? What? Well... I could I could change, but change it, change it, change it. It's it's just not gonna happen. I would go with <laughs> my my shirt and say whoop, whoop. Oh yeah. What? But I don't think that's I don't think that's in the cards. So only oh, only in my dreams. Um so you're staying with Cena. I'm staying with Cena. All right. Well uh I don't know who else. Like, I'm sure they're gonna have like Santino Morella or somebody. That's G- Gangrel I, sure might show up. Gangrel. He's just on AEW. They're not gonna. They don't want him after his AEW. That's true. Um, Road yeah. Dog. No, you know what? I'm just gonna say Cena. If I can do that, if you are will allow it, I'm gonna say Cena because I was gonna say him anyway. Sure. All right. Fair enough. Or, 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 I'll do this. <laughs> Let's, we'll do this. I'll say my surprise is Brock Lesnar. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, you're saying he'll win. I'm just saying he'll be in it. Yeah, so you, you can just steal two of my picks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. All right. And it'll be the ones who win, so it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Next match. Uh, I'm going to flip the card here a little bit. We'll go with Hurt Business versus Lucha House Party. <laughs> um, okay, Hurt Business, I think, will win this. Yeah, I'll go with Hurt Business. Yeah, that was a pretty easy one. Straight across the board there. Uh, That's on the main card? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, just... as of today, now, as we've seen, anything can happen between now anything and... Anything can happen. That's right. It'll suddenly I... be Hurt Business versus the outsiders i mean who knows yeah uh, they're handcuffing I, people on dynamite we've got dynamite yeah on yeah there. i i, I didn't want to stop our momentum but i'm yeah looking at luchasaurus being handcuffed to totally blanchard yeah some yeah. Reason. yeah that's the stipulation is they have to be handcuffed to luchasaurus uh while jungle boy fights uh dax wheeler right is it dax wheeler yeah I get their names Scott, confused. Dax. Scott and Dash and Scott, Do- Scott whatever. Grumpy, da- and Dump, Donald, <laughs> and Happy. 
I think, uh, yeah. Donner and Blitzen, Cupid. I think we may be making podcast history here. This is the first time we've ever done a watch along and prediction show all in one. Well, you know, we're innovators here at the Castle Club Podcast. <laughs> we got we got a lot of time to make up too. So that's yeah, it's part of that's part of what we do. That's part of what we do. All right. Anyway, so uh next match, what were what was the next match? Uh let's go Intercontinental title, Big E versus okay. Apollo Cruz. No, give me a break. Go ahead. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, for, uh, Big, Big E retains. Yeah, absolutely, Big E. Man, these are getting easy. Uh, and the next one, I would anticipate probably just as easy: Sasha Banks and Carmella. Carmella. Oh, oh man! I'm just gonna, I'll throw it out there, Carmella. Okay. That's silly. I'm going with Sasha Banks. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going <laughs> with Sasha. Be, it's gonna be Sasha. <laughs> He's relying on the John Cena pick to win him, win him back that point. Uh, all right. Final two matches. Uh, we've got, oh, God help us, Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going, wait, hold on. So uh, I'm actually going to go back and say Sasha because I am picking Goldberg. All right, okay, so you're switching so you wanna... to Sasha because you're taking Goldberg. <laughs> I am taking Goldberg. David Goldberg. Oh, my God. <laughs> David Goldberg. Shout out to David Goldberg. Uh <laughs> took one of the the worst rumble party spills ever uh we matt, should we should share that at some point we should we the should, fact that we had rumble parties in seminary yeah oh we, it'll come out i'm sure uh <laughs> matt what what do you think you know in the 90s and even in his very very first run in wwe i was a huge goldberg mark this has got to stop this is just this has just got to stop. I mean, I was watching the oh, Goldberg God. Undertaker match, and I'm still <laughs> stunned that the Undertaker is even walking. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm I'm going with McIntyre. They just got to end this, and you know, you know end it now. It, have you, have so, you? Can I introduce you to Vince McMahon? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, did y'all see the clip from Monday night when? Um, when Goldberg and McIntyre beat up on Miz and Morrison, did y'all happen to see that? Mm -mm. So they did. They beat up on Miz and Morrison, um, and it was like twenty seconds of action. It was a Goldberg spear and uh, a McIntyre Claymore, and Goldberg kind of looked a little gassed. Like he, he he looked like he was kind of breathing heavy from that. It could have also just been that that's what he does. Yeah, because uh, he's an old man, right? Um, I I know it, it's almost like I know in my heart of hearts that Goldberg is going to win this. Yeah, just yeah, because I I know what this is. I I, I know. Um, I know Goldberg is going to win, but I'm going to pick McIntyre uh, just because I, I'm going to hope against hope. <laughs> just remember, uh, you're next. Yeah, right. I mean, I, so, all right, well, let's play this out. So what happens if Goldberg wins? Okay, so this is – I thought a little bit about this, and this yeah, would be my hope. Right. This, so let's this talk about be... this because there has to be a reason for it. Like, what right. are they going to do with it? Right. 
my hope would be that Goldberg wins and then suddenly we move into another and I've campaigned for this for a while another of the Firefly Funhouse going through Goldberg's whole career in the same way that they did with Cena protects mm. Goldberg but also gives this like the cap to the end of this arduous dangerous journey that we're finishing off here with Goldberg and it gets yeah. to be celebrated and get what Undertaker was searching for this whole time, which was the clean end, the break. Because uh, remember, the last match that Goldberg had, right? Not so great. Probably one he wants back. I think this is how you do it. Do you um, even think that he would do... Goldberg, it seems like he's the kind of guy who would refuse a cinematic match and be like, no, that's dumb. I, I would agree with you until he speared the ring post and almost died in the ring. I think, I think the guy realizes I don't have wait, it in wait, me anymore. Which, which time are you talking about? Because he's done it more than once. Yeah. I, I think, I think he, you know, it's that, it's the documentary that really makes me think like they're looking for an ending, looking for the perfect way to go out. Yeah this is the time where cinematic matches can be forgiven and like celebrated undertaker got his Goldberg gets his let's let's hope so let's let's hope in our hearts that that is what happens now i'm gonna take off my optimus hat and put on my vince mcmahon hat do it we've been waiting (laughs) we've been waiting for five long weeks to hear matt bury wwe and vince mcmahon none of that's gonna happen uh, let's let's hear it let it absolutely rip matt let's go uh i want mcintyre to win because this train wreck has to end the fire has to be put out but uh if goldberg wins they go to mania and it's either going to be drew taking it back again so then we're just going to get into this whole pattern like we do with orton and mcintyre or if the surprise entrant uh that uh both of you have thrown in a different context comes back then we get another Brock and Goldberg match they build up to. There's oh, not going to be anything new, no closure. And, you know, a cinematic match that gives a <laughs> fitting end to Goldberg's career, Goldberg isn't the same stature as The Undertaker. It's trying to take a, a B-team player and put him in an A-team career-ending cinematic masterpiece and it's just shots fired it's it's just not gonna happen goldberg if goldberg wins we're just gonna get into the same crappy back and forth oh spin the wheel which of the three are gonna get it this time or if it is a cinematic match they're gonna give the belt to bra to uh to uh, uh the fiend but then immediately take it right back again because it never makes sense to have the belt on the fiend okay but the miz will cash in and he'll take it, so that'll be fine. So here is what I think could happen. Matt, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 I'm done. I'm done. Okay. So here's In what, more ways than one. I, think. I am right. really done. Right. Right. <laughs> so if we go with my winner of the Rumble and Edge wins, I think Edge challenges Goldberg in the Spear versus Spear match at Mania. Edge wins the belt off of Goldberg. Okay, and Edge serves as like the the buffer champion who 
like that, like uh, like Braun Strowman was. I mean, he was champion for like what a month, and then that as they are, you know, because at that point, we'll they'll kind of start to figure out what it is to have a live crowd again, and like what, like who is who is it that needs to be champion for the live crowd. Uh, and then, so we decide from there and then, then edge will eventually pass it along and not be champion for like, he won't have like a year long or anything. It'll be like maybe a month or two and then he'll, he will, you know, give the rub to the the up and comer. Um, it would be a good way to, to get, you know, that's two hall of famers. Right. Um, and it would lean towards the, the legend heavy mania that you were talking about. Um, it would be a great, It would be a great, it would be a great main event for night one. There has been some thought that Goldberg could lose to Drew McIntyre and then win the Rumble to then challenge Roman Reigns for the Spear versus Spear match. Oh, dear God. That might be worse, actually. (laughs) I think that would actually maybe be worse. I think. I don't know. All right, I'm done talking about this. But you know, we all we think, all made picks, right? We we all we made did, picks. But you know, a final point: starting to figure yeah. out what they're going to do when they get a live crowd back. They couldn't figure out what the hell to do when they had a live crowd. They've well, had they a, got a year they, off to think about it, and I guarantee you, they still don't have a clue with what they're going to do with a live crowd. Well, they're going to find out because in in Mania is supposed to have a live crowd, or is it Rumble? Is Rumble going to have no, no, no. Mania is going to have some in in uh, Tampa Bay Stadium. So yeah, yeah, that's right because they're in Raymond James. That's that's right, that's right, and it's open. open but there arena. will be, yeah. You know, I think the only crowd member that they care about now is a Peacock, and streaming <laughs> yeah. on that service. That's the only thing they're worried about. It's not about the the quality. It's just about putting content out there. So yeah. yeah. And cash right. in those lucrative NBC checks. That's right. All right, let, next next match. And the final match, Roman and Kevin Owens. Roman. Roman. Roman, but I, he gets pushed I, to the limit. I do think this will be a great match because, I, I mean, yeah. Kevin Owens has put on a, a great match with Roman the last couple times, and I, so I think this will be good. So I'm, looking, I'm, I'm excited to watch this match. So this has the potential, looking at this card and our picks, this has the potential of going in any direction and at any moment because there's so much disparity in a lot of these. That's right. Matt, so it'll make it that to... much sweeter when I retain. Oh, baby. <laughs> Listen to that. Listen to that. He, he holds the title for one week, and all of a yeah. sudden he's, he's big and bad. Five, five learns- weeks. He learned to trash talk in the five weeks we were off. Yeah. I just went back out. and listened to old programs where you all were trash talking. So. <laughs> Matt, Rhodes, Matt Rhodes coming in hot. All right. Um, well, the, all right. So I, I'm excited about the Rumble. I always love the Rumble. And yeah. speaking of loving the Rumble, guys, let's move on to our next segment because I'm excited about our next segment. We're going to bring back Trinity Lists. All right. So the Trinity List, if, in case you have forgotten – is a draft style list that we uh, that we come up with, basically meaning it it goes by snake draft. There'll be someone first, second, third, and depending on the topic, we will pick. Well, so the topic today is our favorite Royal Rumble moments. Okay, so we will go down the list and choose our favorite Royal Rumble moments, 
the first person, the second person, the third person, and then it will snake back with third, second, first, and first, second, third, until all three of us have three favorite Royal Rumble moments. Once one is picked, you can no longer pick that one. That is off the list. You have to pick something else. So um, anything else? What did I miss aside from that? That Just that after after they hear it all, they can see it on Twitter and vote who had the best Trinity right. of Royal Rumble moments. We we will post these. Uh, we'll post these on Twitter um, and let you decide uh, who has the best Trinity list of favorite Royal Rumble moments. Um, I've got a good list here, I think, gentlemen, and I am excited to to let you know about it. So uh, we ready to to pick the 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 order, Matt. You get first pick since you are our Golden Sanctuary champion. Uh, but um, he's going to have to choose a number. Oh, that's right. So you're going to have to choose a number. Let me type and the number Michael, in the chat, but not oh, send yeah. it yet. Okay. This, between one and 10. Yeah, between one and 10. Michael, you go ahead. I am going to choose one for the amount of times that Matt has the Sanctuary. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to choose two oh what the this is crap <laughs> and the winner is seven so i'm I win. so worth goes <laughs> worth has the option going second or doing the wrap at three i'm gonna do the wraparound pick some price is right bull crap so i'm gonna go number three <laughs> i'm gonna go number three so uh so it'll go matt mike worth in that order in the first round all right all right so we ready to go we are. Matt, kick us off with your Trinity list of favorite Royal Rumble moments. What is your number one Royal Rumble moment? My number one is a sentimental one for me because it was highly emotional and it came at a really difficult point in the company's history. Uh, but I'm going with the 96 Royal Rumble uh, and Rey Mysterio's win. Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Um, he was still in WCW in nineteen ninety. I'm so old. Uh, two <laughs> two thousand six. I mean, here he is. He comes in number two. He ends up running sixty two minutes in the match. Wow. He the last three he beat were Rob Van Dam, uh, Randy Orton, and Triple H. And then he went on from there to WrestleMania to win the title. And the whole Rumble match was dedicated to Eddie Guerrero. Mm. So he came in with all this emotion. So for me, I mean, there were a lot that I could have gone with one, but I just remember all the emotion wrapped up into this stretch in, in Ray's career, uh, starting with the Rumble match. So uh, Rumble 2006 is my first one with Ray winning. 60, I mean, in 62 minutes is a long haul. There have been a lot of long hauls, but uh, I never would have thought I'd have seen Mysterio in a 62-minute match. Yeah. So that was gonna, that was definitely going to be one of mine. 
That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty fantastic. Hey, can we? Can I, I we remember. Talk? I remember watch. Uh, oh, go ahead. Can we time out real quick? Because uh, I don't know if you are watching Dynamite, but Jungle Boy just made Dax Harwood tap. Yeah. Yeah. I Holy see smokes! Well, that now, is a that is a big that's a big time move for Jungle Boy. All right, sorry. Uh, FTR is getting it in though. Yeah, they're laying the leather on him. What were you saying? Uh, I was saying I, that was going to be on my list too because that was like I I was like jumping up and down when when I was watching that as a kid, and mm-hmm. it happened in Miami. Uh, wow. So we were me and my buddy Richard were so close uh, to going, Richard. but. but uh, but yeah, no, that's a special one. Um, I will say <clears throat> uh, that my f- my number one pick is going to be the entire. It's it's kind of cheating because it's not just a moment. Yeah, that's okay. I hope I hope you'll forgive me. It's the entire uh, last six, I guess the last the last bit of Royal Rumble 2018, because this last end starts with uh shinsuke finn and roman reigns looking across at Rey mysterio uh triple h and randy orton or john cena and randy orton and it's this moment of the the new blood versus the old blood uh they have the stare down they get going then all of a sudden it's down to finn and shinsuke versus roman and cena and it's very much this like pseudo New Japan versus WWE. And then it comes down to Shinsuke and Roman Reigns. And it's years worth of going, Roman, of course he's going to win when we could have Shinsuke, which could give us AJ Styles versus Shinsuke, which at that time we thought would have been amazing how wrong we were. Yeah, that, that was disastrous. But the hope was still there. And it was this year after year of not getting what we wanted as fans. And then, well, you couldn't believe it. Shinsuke actually wins. I mean, it, it was probably one of the best endings to the Royal Rumble of all time. Yeah, it was given, great. Given all of the circumstances around it. If you listen really closely, sometimes late at night in that arena, you can hear Shinsuke Nakamura kick AJ Styles below the belt once more. (laughs) Another low blow, another low blow, another low blow. But before Um, you got there, it was pretty special. It was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, that was, that was such a great, um, because, you know, they had been pushing Roman like so hard after, after the, uh, after the, that, uh, the trio broke up. <laughs> the the shield, shield broke up. I can't think. Yeah. Sorry. After the shield broke up, I mean, it was like all Roman all the time, even to the point where when he won in 2015 in Philadelphia, the fans were booing him the entire time. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then it didn't stop. I mean, it, it didn't stop. And so to have this, this moment where everyone thought WWE is listening to us and they're going to put Shinsuke they're going to strap the, the rocket this on the changing Shinsuke. of the guard. And yeah. this, this was it. And like, we're going to get this new energy in. I mean, because Shinsuke was hot as soon as he got into NXT. What was it? Takeover Dallas against Sami Zayn. I mean, from the get go, he was hotter than, you know, 
it, hotter, it, hotter than rocket fuel. It was amazing. It could have, it could have single-handedly, I think, prevented AEW from ever existing. I think it could have been this moment that set WWE on course for the next 20 years of yeah. success. Absolutely. It could have been an inflection point, a major inflection point that they were looking for. And I think they squandered it pretty, pretty handily. I don't think anybody would argue that fact. All right. Those are two good picks. My number one pick. Guys, I don't know why this wasn't it for either one of you. And you probably know exactly where I'm going to go with this. But with a tear in my eye, Ric Flair winning the 1992 uh, Royal Rumble from the number three position. WCW um, stands tall. I mean, it was, it was his promo at the end. No, he he crapped on WCW. He said the only belt that matters in this in this profession is this one right here. And he held up the the winged eagle, and um, and you know, and then he's sitting there with Mister Perfect and Bobby the Brain Heenan behind him. And I so I went back and watched a little bit of this today, this '92 Rumble match, and Heenan is hilarious the entire time uh, from from Jack Tunney at the beginning explaining the rules or whatever. Uh, he said, <laughs> uh, is that he's the best president since Noriega. Uh, and <laughs> just, hilarious, just hilarious stuff the whole time. And um, yeah, so Flair winning. Uh, it, was, it was an amazing, the Rumble, everybody in the, the way that it, the stories were told in, the, in that Rumble match, to flair winning from the number three position it was perfect i mean the whole thing was great it was it, you'll need to like wikipedia all the like the list of who all is in there it is amazing the list of folks who are in that match uh phenomenal uh the it's pretty much consensus that that is the greatest royal rumble match ever uh, uh i think 2001 would like a word with you but well 2001 is i don't know everybody mentions 92 in the conversation at least all right if you so my number if i could if you want to watch something else great about it uh on an episode of broken skull sessions that i think just came out uh flair and steve austin did a watch along yeah. of the rumble match oh that's cool uh, okay. and yeah, as flair's cool. walking in flair was joking that he'd been out the night before drinking all night long before he came in for the match the next day but uh yeah he and austin did this thing and they did the flare flop a couple of times and of course austin just thinks it's hysterical and flare's like it's all about the entertainment value so right. they've got like that's a five right. minute clip of broken skull on uh, youtube that's fantastic love it love it love it oh, Britt baker's on dynamite right now uh sorry matt we just lost matt hey, Britt, that, it's, but Britt, it's 7035 no. <laughs> Um, you don't have Adam Cole coming after you. Better be careful. Um, <laughs> so, start round two. That's the end of round one. To start round two, my number two favorite Rumble moment is from last year, and it's Edge's return. Who's it going to be? He's Yeah. 
uh, it was Edge is always one of my my favorites, and uh, but good gracious, I mean it was electric. I mean the there wasn't a roof on that building, but if there had been, uh, it would not have lasted long because that place erupted, and you can see people crying in the stands, and just no, the, I mean just the the idea that after nine years he could come back out of retirement from an injury that he thought ended his career and and he's back and he looked awesome and he went to the final four uh it was it was something oh my favorite shanna's back i love shanna uh and once they got the camera angle fixed in the replay so you could actually see see edge's first spear oh yeah yeah that's right goodness yeah that that was a complete can't that whoever that was uh Kevin Dunham, pretty sure, fired him immediately. There's a few. Uh, there's been a few of those moments in Rumble history where you're like, "Get the shot, man! Get the shot." Um, although my number two pick uh, was clearly recorded, and thank God because it lives in infamy for all time. Uh, you know, to thank Vince for not giving us all what we want. Um, my pick is John Cena and Batista falling at the exact same time out of the ring to determine the winner, which apparently uh, was not planned. Man, we got a major malfunction at the junction here. With, we got two winners of the Royal Rumble, or do we? I don't know. Planned. It, it was, they, they, fall and hit at the exact same time. You have to really slow it down to see um, who, who actually hits first, but it's, I mean, it's almost at the exact same time. Yeah. And then right after that, everybody's looking around. What do we do? Everybody's, everybody's confused. What, how do we get out of this one? They're, they're all like, it's 94 rumble all over again with Brett and Lex Luger. What do you do? And then Vince McMahon comes strolling down mad, full of fury and he slides into that ring and then he sits down because he's yep. torn for his, qu- his quads yep. unbelievable he Un- just collapsed unbelievable moment where he is just sitting there yelling <laughs> and an insane moment looking sitting up. down nobody knows what's going on but it's just like perfection of a of a rumble moment and apparently he refused help uh, to the backstage until he got into his limo to then be taken to the hospital. So kudos to, to Vinny. Wow. Mack. Nice. Uh, pretty, pretty remarkable. <laughs> well, when, uh, when you, when you overdo your strut like that, you're going to tear something. Yeah. yeah. Oh my and gosh. To, and, to, and to tear both. I just think that's a reminder. Uh, don't do HGH kids. Yeah, exactly. It's not good for your muscles. Um, yeah, man. Okay, that I, I remember watching that and being like, "What? Why? Wait, why, <laughs> why is he sitting? He why won't he get up? Why won't yeah. he? Won't he stand up?" And uh, yeah. All right, Matt, your number two pick. My number two, and I picked this one because even as much as I like the quality of the match and the endings, I like the way that sometimes it's used as a great springboard. And so I picked the rumble 94 match 
the diesel one because it was the springboard for him into over the next 10 months, essentially, winning the Triple Crown. He had the, uh, you know, won the IC title, the tag titles, and then the world title before thanks in that period between uh, the Rumble and Thanksgiving. Um, and, uh, you know, in the match, he eliminated seven people. I mean, it was, for him, it was pretty dominant. He was never and a great tactician. It was all based on size, but I picked that one because I love the fact that that was back in the day when Vince knew what he was doing and actually could continue to build a career and an individual storyline off of a pay-per-view. And he did that, I think, pretty well with Diesel back then. So that was my number two pick. Wait, when did you say that was? When it 94? No, that because 94 was the Bret Hart Lex Luger double win. Where am I pulling these random dates out of the air on? <laughs> i don't know i don't think diesel ever won one yeah i don't know that kevin nash ever had a, a are you win. really i yeah all right he may, have, he may have won the championship at one at of the them. rumble at the rumble i, uh, I uh we'll put a question mark by that one let me see here i'm trying to look it up no i don't think he i don't see him on the list no, I don't think he did. Maybe, uh, but who knew Jim Duggan won one? How about that? Yeah, he won. He won the very first one. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Huh? Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it didn't win, uh, but had a good match. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he had a great match. Uh, but again, yeah. it, it, it was a spring, great springboard for him because he went from a strong showing and eliminating seven folks to uh you know the triple crown in less than nine ten months so for me that was kind of a good thing you know not because he won uh but because of what it did for him down the road yeah shout out to nash so this is your third and final pick third third and and final final and i'm going for just complete fun on this one this guy didn't win (laughs) definitely didn't win uh, this is the famous three faces of Foley oh, from the match. <laughs> that's a good one. Where he comes in number one overall as Cactus yes. Jack, gets Perfect. eliminated, comes back as Mankind at number 16, gets eliminated, and then comes back at 28 as Dude Love and gets Perfect. eliminated. Uh, eliminated one person in each one of his personas, but I just remember watching that and just laughing because every time you think he's done, He's coming back as a different yeah. character. It's like that one man with, with three spots. So yeah, I got to go with the three faces of Foley just for the fun factor. I had a good time with that it. one. I'm I got to meet Dude Love uh, when I was waiting in line at a house show uh, in Montgomery. Uh, it, <laughs> he he's just strutting around the the line of people waiting to get in. He's just walking <laughs> around strutting, giving peace signs and all that kind of stuff. It was really funny. Yeah, uh, I love. You know, it's it's so good when they like can reinvent the rumble in certain ways, and that like having him do that a few times was fun. Like, I think they could do that with with Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. There's been a couple opportunities for that, and that was awesome. Yeah, uh, I think for my final pick, I've given up the one where we we praised Vince McMahon, the one in which we uh, got to laugh at Vince McMahon, but this one. I got to give credit where credit is due and just an absolute troll job by Vince McMahon. Uh-oh. 
in uh, I believe it was 2015, uh, the Royal Rumble. It's at the fever pitch of Daniel Bryan's yes yep. movement. People are going crazy for him. It's his yep. time, they're saying. It's his time to go ahead and win it all to be uh, to be crowned at Mania. In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Philadelphia. He comes in. Uh, the, the roof blows off the place. People yep. are going crazy. And then... Match goes on. Rusev comes out. A few other things happen. Daniel Bryan is eliminated. People are like, wow, can you believe it? It's going to be Roman. It's just, it's going to be Roman who wins now. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And just as Daniel Bryan gets eliminated, what's the next entrant? And the first thing you see on the Titan Tron. No, 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 no. And this is why it's an excellent troll job. Goldust comes off, his music plays over the Titan Tron. It just says Shattered Dreams. And, oh. and Goldust comes out. So yeah. give credit where credit is due. That was a very uh, a, a sly and also horrible thing Vince, Vince did to us. I watched that one <laughs> today also. And um, at one point, AEW guys outnumbered WWE guys in the ring at one point. At one point, it was uh, like Bray Wyatt and um, maybe Roman Reigns. I don't remember who else. Uh, and then it was uh, Miro uh, and Dustin and Cody. Yeah. Uh, were all in, in the ring at the same time. That was a crazy one in Philadelphia because Roman won that one. Yep. And then he got beat up by Kane and uh, Kane and Big Show, right? They were they were the authority, and he was getting beat up. And who comes to say? All right, so so all right. Well, first of all, you need to you need to every like he's getting booed the entire time he's coming out of the the crowd, coming through the crowd to Roman Reigns to to go to the ring. He's getting booed the entire time. Every time he had like a spotlight moment where like. He had a he had a spot like Superman Punch or whatever where he's the highlight of 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 the attention. He's getting booed like crazy. They're booing the mess out of him the entire time and chanting Daniel Bryan and also we want Rusev like all of those. And so, what what does Vince do to try to give the rub and legitimacy to? Roman Reigns, when he's getting attacked by Big Show and by uh, by Kane after he dumped both of them over the top rope and got booed, who's comes to save the day but The Rock? And the place loses its mind yep. as The Rock. Uh, the Rock goes crazy uh, and and helps him out and all this kind of stuff. It turns out Rusev actually wasn't eliminated. He came back in. He dumps Rusev. And Roman Reigns wins, and it, they like they completely rejected him. Uh, it was it was insane. Um, just yeah, it was it was it was crazy to watch. It was crazy to watch, uh, but you know, and also just insane that they kept pushing the heck out of Roman the whole time, uh, even like up to like a year and a half ago, right before he had to leave. Um, so anyway, 
that was an uh, interesting, interesting pick there. I like it. Um, so now my, you didn't do one that I thought you were going to do, Michael. Can I guess what you thought I was going to do? Yeah. AJ? Yeah, I thought you were going to do tw- 2016 AJ Styles comes in. I th- yeah, I mean, it's, it's on there, but I, I was doing a theme here. I was sticking with this. Yeah. So I just, sure. I just stay loyal to the bit. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. So, all right, so I have three left that I wanted to do, and so I'm just going to pick the one I think that, uh, that meant the most to me. Uh, the one that meant the most to me was uh, 1990. Okay, 1990. Uh, it is Hogan and Warrior face off. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, right, right. This was this was like the warrior, you know. Hogan's the the obviously the top guy, and Warrior's like chasing him down, and he's becoming insanely popular. And what happens? Like they dump they dump everybody, and then all of a sudden it's just Hogan and the Warrior, and they come face to face, and it's like these two like magnetic objects that are like insane insane energy, and the place is going as nuts as a 1990 crowd can go um in their bugle boys and reeboks and <laughs> and it was just absolutely uh electric um and so for me and it was the precursor to wrestlemania 6 so uh which was just a, an amazing wrestling match so that was my that was my uh number three pick and that also comes out of the fact, or uh, uh, comes out of the reality that that was actually Plan B. Plan A, mm. Plan A was that Hogan and Zeus were going to have this long-running f- feud, but Zeus never caught on. He was, I mean, that's. I enjoyed watching that for about three minutes the first time he came out and appeared invincible, and then it was just downhill from there. So this was actually the plan B that Vince came up with when Zeus didn't pan out. Yeah. The way well, that he he, it, I didn't know that. It worked out. It worked out way better. It worked out well. So you know who was on commentary for the 1990 Rumble? Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Body, Jesse Ventura and Tony Schiavone. Oh, that's right. Wow. Yeah, it was a really Tony young Tony Schiavone, huh? He's been around. He's been around. He's been around. Uh, yeah, so my... You know, my honorable mentions were uh, Brett and Lex as co-winners and, like, the ingenuity they had to do. They picked a coin toss uh, as to who fought Yokozuna at WrestleMania. And, like, if one person won, they would face, you know, they would get it basically, I don't know, they would fight Yokozuna first and get the opportunity to win the title early and then would have to, they both had to wrestle twice. Uh, or whoever lost the the coin toss would have to wrestle one match before getting to the title match, and whoever won got a title match immediately. 
of course, Lex Luger wins. They did it on Raw the next night, and Lex Luger wins the, the, the coin toss and faces Yokozuna first at WrestleMania 10. Brett has to fight Owen. Uh, Brett loses to Owen. Lex loses to Yoko in a, as, by disqualification, I believe. So Brett goes on to face Yoko uh, in the main event of Mania. Brett beats Yoko Zuna in the main event of WrestleMania 10. And so he loses at the beginning. Of, he loses the first match of the night against Owen. Uh, and then he wins the main event of the night against Yokozuna and wins the title. And he is off to the races there. So that was fun. And of course, I love Brett. So that was a big part for me. And the other honorable mention, and I'm going to quit talking because I've been talking a lot. Well, I obviously mentioned AJ Styles' debut. That was pretty huge. Uh, and then Shawn Michaels in 1990, when was it? Five, when he won with the one foot down. Yeah. Uh, but it was actually yeah. two feet, right? No, it wasn't. It was, well, okay, so there's controversy. But they, <laughs> they sold it really well uh, for it being one foot. Um, but he entered it at number one and went all the way through. And the last two people were him and the British Bulldog who came in at number two. So the one and two guys lasted to the last two, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and the way they did it was neat, but it was like, it kind of changed the face of the rumble uh, and the, the depth of the rumble a little bit of like, how, how is this possible? Um, and so now you had to be aware of a whole new rule uh kind of um so i thought that was really cool um and that's all i had any any last honorable mentions for y'all i've i've got two honorable mentions and they're both and i'll just say this at the outset strictly if strictly for the entertainment and laugh value uh one was the 2009 rumble <laughs> when santino lasted one second <laughs> absolutely that was great yeah. I just I I watched it again today. I just love the way he charges the ring, gets up on the apron, gets in the ring, is immediately clotheslined by Kane, and starts screaming, "I wasn't ready." Think yeah. of the <laughs> think of the history that could have been made because Santino would have won the Rumble if the "I wasn't ready" argument had been bought. I mean, of the the history of WWE would be different. Yeah. The, <laughs> the second one, and uh, this may be a it's build as a rumble i don't know if it really counts as a rumble but it's billed as a rumble and i'm going to sum it up in two words titus o'neill yeah absolutely that's that was <laughs> yeah. on my honorable mention too yeah along with sliding. that beautiful green belt it's not Yeesh. even what happened to titus it's listening to Corey on the commentary <laughs> Corey couldn't, couldn't help himself could not hold it together. I found a video on YouTube. He did the uh, Jim and Sam show on Sirius, and they pulled up that clip and played what was going on and Corey's commentary for Corey. And he laughed just as hard then as he did when it actually happened. He did say that normally on Monday Night Raw, where Titus <laughs> fell and went under the ring, they usually have like an LED control panel or something under there. So if it had been Monday Night Raw, he would have killed himself. There yeah, was also a crossbeam under the neck. ring. There's also a crossbeam under the ring. And uh, 
Corey said if he had fallen in any other position or taken one step closer to the ring, he would have decapitated himself, but he didn't. So it's hysterical. That's true. That's true. Yeah. If everybody survives, it's funny. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, just Corey's response really makes that because he said um, Byron was really trying to pull the train back on the tracks and calm everybody down. And then Cole all of a sudden says, hey, let's here's the replay. Let's watch it again. And it just gets Corey <laughs> launched again. So, yeah, I went straight for humor with Santina and uh, Santino and uh, Titus going into the ring. That's good. That's yeah, good. I'll do I'll do one quick one. Uh, th- there's a great story of it's when Maven uh, eliminates Undertaker, mm-hmm. and the the payback for that was once Maven eliminates someone the likes of Undertaker. Undertaker gets his heat back by beating him down, and he wanted him to bleed, so he asked him to take an aspirin before the match so that his blood was thinner and that it would you know cover his face more. Uh, it turns out Maven is actually allergic to aspirin. And so the Undertaker thought, what's the best way to remedy this? Uh, he made him chug a fifth of Jack. And so Maven went into the Rumble, the biggest hammered. moment of his career, and was just hammered for, for the entirety of that Rumble. <laughs> oh, but my God. He did bleed, and it looked great. So maybe Taker knows what he's talking about. Taker didn't care. He was in business for Taker. He didn't care about that. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh. All right, that's a good list. I like that list. Um, that was fun. Man, I love the Royal Rumble. I can't wait for Sunday. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I always enjoy it. I always enjoy it, no matter what, no matter what. Um, you all, should, we'll you all see- should fly back over, and uh, I'll drive over to D.C., and we'll uh, crash to St. George's dorm and have a Rumble party. Yes. One, one more Rumble party. Well, I don't think they would be ready for that. What if they just like came down to, to the common room and just found these three alums <laughs> who were just happened to be watching? They'd be like, "What is? What's happening here?" Um, and then we we'd throw them over the couch like it was the top rope again. That's right. That's right. Uh, this, that's this a story, story for another time. A story for another time. We'd have to invite Goldberg, David Goldberg, not not Bill. Not Bill Goldberg. I don't want to die. No, um, Michael, do you have? Uh, as we before we wrap up because i know it's about time to wrap up uh but do you have uh anything for you to for you to talk about you got anything for us i mean there's been so much that has gone on it's it's hard to to begin anywhere but i'll just leave us with a couple things uh worth i think you're going to be right because in our heat of the week mm-hmm. uh charlotte flair pretty much called out ronda rousey saying that uh the wwe doesn't need her so think you can cash that one in let's uh, go baby that looks like that's happening uh another heat of the week is nia Jax continues to be uh pretty dangerous in the ring almost given mm. a concussion to dana brooke and then just going on a twitter tirade with everybody going get rid of her uh mm. and then in international wrestling minute the WWE hosted a show featuring uh, all Indian talent. Shout out to me and uh, Kamala Harris. So, uh, Shout out to you and Kamala Harris. That's right. Half Indians. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so it highlighted a number of uh, developmental stars uh, from the subcontinent there. And Tri- Triple H has stated uh, that he feels there are five um, wrestlers that are ready to go could be on the main roster from india Mm. 
so much so that they want to open up an uh an india nxt nxt india yeah um and to get that uh on the on the train and moving so who knows you know it's a pandemic you never know what's going to happen but uh that's that's what i got for us i didn't see it was that show in tampa uh i honestly i i don't it's it was some weird house show that was like part of part of the story and not so yeah obviously didn't watch it none of us obviously watched it (laughs) yeah it was on it two it was on tuesday at like 8 a.m so yeah we got other things to do yeah that's 5 a.m on here on the west coast so no thanks (laughs) um all right so maybe this is talking indies uh bit but Right now on my television screen on AEW, it is the Dark Order who came out of the face, the baby face tunnel, uh, fighting the Young Bucks teamed up with the Good Brothers who just made obscene, absolutely obscene <laughs> gestures coming to the ring. With that title belt. With the title belt. Uh, and I this is insane that we're seeing the Impact Tag Team Champions on on dynamite that's wild to me the bullet club holds all the belts um that's wild so anyway uh anything else michael you know some clubs are on our screens as we speak oh yeah wrestling together draped in gold from aew and impact yeah some clubs Future is so bright that they're wearing sunglasses uh, <laughs> from Japan to to North Carolina to right here in the Cassock Club. But no matter what, the Cassock Club, second season, two seasons, but for life. They said it couldn't be done, but the Cassock Club is indeed for life. But you know what's not for life? Matt's reign as Golden Sanctuary champion. That's what's not for life. I can tell you that much for free. All I can say is for the folks that I know can't see me, uh, I had to put on the shades because, man, it's bright in here with all this gold in front of me. Yeah, oh, baby. (laughs) We'll talk to you all next week. See you guys. Peace. With a tear in my eye.